You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you in trouble, though. Oh, you, yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. It's 24-7. My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives... I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered combos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Hello, hello, hello. What is going on? Is the Zach Pack in the house? If you are watching this, first of all, if you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to smash the like button. If you're watching this on Instagram, be sure to tap the heart button. Hello, if you're listening to this on the podcast, this is a rebroadcast from our Thursday Night Live. I hope you are kicking your Friday off strong. Maybe some of you guys are at BravoCon. Maybe some of you guys are traveling. Maybe some of you guys are just getting ready to enjoy enjoy your weekend, whatever it is. I hope it's a good one. Um, we're Like I said, we're going to be talking about The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Reunion Part 1. We'll talk about Episode 3 of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City with this Whitney beef, some beef that Jen Shaw's starting up with Kyle Richards. We're having a little Housewives World crossover. We'll talk about Potomac. It's going to be a good night, guys, a good night, especially with this new deleted scene that's starting to surface. Ooh, 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 a Dallas reboot. Is Dallas coming back? Well, actually, first of all, I can tell you guys there is not a Dallas reboot in the works, or at least that we know of. Uh, Stephanie Hallman. I almost said Cynthia. I don't know why I said Cynthia. Cynthia. Stephanie Hallman is, has come out, and I believe she's DM'd with some fans and said, no, that is not true. There is no Dallas, Real Houses of Dallas reboot. So, no, I don't think that's actually happening, but let's get it, get it, get it. What did you guys think of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion? Also, if you're watching this, be sure to drop a comment in the live chat letting me know where you're watching in from so I can give you a shout out. I actually want to give you guys shout outs. Okay, I have to say. I was very, very, very overwhelmed and grateful for the love. I know on Monday I was like, oh, my God, the trolls are coming for me. They're trying to ruin my Apple podcast ratings. They're, they brought me down to a 4.4. Well, I'm very happy to say that we've gotten back up to a 4.5, which is incredible. We are in the podcast charts per usual because we know we like to stay in the podcast charts. But we got like, I mean, in that like. 48 hours we got like over 100 new reviews and like it was just it was so sweet so I just wanted to say thank you to you guys um Amanda 1217 said I love how your opinions are based on facts versus feelings or what majority of mega fans want to hear book club on YouTube is my favorite thank you for keeping it real and making us laugh hysterically simultaneously the work you've done in the autism realm is incredible you're amazing oh thank you Amanda I actually have not read that one before um enjoying the tea seriously funny bro Bravo Junkie Unfiltered. Thank you, Foxy Feline. Thank you, Alto Alto DG. Allison Silhouette. Thank you, Mama Sean. Keen Lean. Oh, my God. You guys are so sweet. Pax C. Oh, Pax C72 actually left me a one-star review. She said, disappointing. Had to unsubscribe from all platforms. Well, I'm sorry to see you, Pax. I didn't mean to read yours. Um, But thanks for leaving me a review. Oh, yeah. Elizabeth's Health. Brad Shog, Shogun. Brad Sean, 
Brad Sean, Zach does his homework. Zach's content is thoroughly researched as the comments regarding um, as for the comments regarding biases, Zach goes out of his way to present facts and not throw unwanted or premature shade. As a real Housewives fan, I value his insight. Thank you. Malibu for Mallory, Allison Jade, Thankful Babcock. Oh my god, you guys are so sweet. Jelly, Melissa, SJ Than Nom Hand, thank you. Jen fit for life. Jen, I'm sure you're very fit for life for now and for life. Jen, wild and funny. Solar Flare 13. Jack M K K E S S. Um, Binks Ruru 4421. Oh my God, you guys. X O C H D G. You guys are so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There are a lot of com- people are like, you're so biased. You're so biased. You're so biased. I feel like I'm sure my, I'm sure I do have biases that come to the forefront, but I feel like everybody has biases. Why is it that, you know, Joe Blow on YouTube isn't getting called out for his biases or Sally Dixie on her Apple podcast? Why isn't she getting called out for her? Bi- like, why is my bias the only bias that's not allowed? Um, also, I'm not a reporter. I'm not a journalist. I'm a commentator. I'm a podcaster. I have opinions. I try to you know, refrain from only giving opinions. I feel like most people only give opinions. I do try to come with facts. I do try to spit, you know, real truths that I think are uncomfortable um, for people to hear sometimes. But listen, one thing about me is I, you know, I, I tell you how I feel, good, bad, ugly, messy, whatever it is, I give it to you straight, okay? I give it to you straight. I've gotten sick of YouTuber commentary channels except for two, yours and Queen Emily. Aw, thank you, Alia Hell. Of course, you know I love me some Emily. I was just texting with her today, yesterday. Um, she was heading to New York. Love Emily. So thank you. Hi, Candy Pants. Storm Doors. We all have biases. 100. Like for me, Dubai is a no-go. Exactly. We all have biases. So why is, why is that an issue that people have bias? Again, I'm not a reporter. If you want reports, go to page six. Go to Hollywood Life. Go to Us Weekly. Go to People. Go to fucking Reality Blurb. That's not a dig to Reality Blurb. I like Reality Blurb. They cover me often. Um, but yeah, that's not a dig. But if you want, you know, will you be having a viewing party live like last year? I was going to Norma for Halloween, um, but I, I didn't do a part. I didn't invite anybody. I First of all, I forgot that it was this week. Um, everybody's out of town this week. Everyone's in New York for BravoCon or all of my family. Um, they went to Texas for a family reunion. So literally nobody's in town to do a watch party with me. Uh, so I don't think I'll be able to. Maybe we'll do a watch party next week when people are back closer to Halloween. I don't know. I just know there is no Halloween ends watch party. I mean, listen, if you want me to go live on Instagram on Friday night, I'll get a little fucked up and then we'll go live together. That might be fun. You don't follow trends. I respect that. Listen, Shane, I don't follow trends. I set the trends. I set them. A lot of my guests end up being guests on other people's podcasts. A lot of my topics end up being topics on other people's podcasts. So nice to meet you. It's Zach Peter. Don't forget the name. Um, you know why, though. Yeah. Uh, where do you get your relationship questions? We Oh, where do we get our relationship questions we submitted answered? Okay, so I have Harry Jowsey that's coming on the podcast. I don't know if that episode is going to come out next week or possibly the week after. It's a Listen, I will tell you, you know, parental advisory for the Harry Jowsey episode because that we got naughty, naughty. Some of the questions were naughty, naughty. Some of them were relatively clean. Um but yeah, we did have quite the time. 
Harry and I. I call, I call him baby daddy because um, I want him to be my baby daddy. And we talk about a lot. So, okay. okay, should we talk about this Beverly Hills reunion? And then we'll get into Salt Lake City and um, what's it called? Uh, Potomac. Okay, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. Jamie Lee Curtis. We had a very fun, my question was clean. Oh, your que- I remember your question, Carrie G. We definitely answered your question. I gave you a shout out. Um, Hi, Valerie Sanchez. Hi, Amanda. Did it bother you that people thought your source for the info for the Kathy drama was Erica or Rena? It did bother me. And there was a YouTube video that like alluded to it being me. And then the comments were all saying that it was me. That was very hurtful. Um, That definitely bothered me. Listen, I've kind of just gotten to the point after all the heat. You know, I love Kempire. He is a great content creator. We haven't collaborated before. Love Kempire, though. Um, Or at least I have a lot of respect for the channel that he's built on the platform that he's built. He got a lot of love. I got a lot of hate. And I was like, guys, I'm not a bad person. It was nice to see people champion him on, um, which I was very happy about. But after, you know, listen, it came and it's still coming in waves, but... For me, I just kind of reached this point. I was listening to this Jay Shetty podcast where he was like, you're never going to, you can never fight to be understood by people because people that don't want to understand you are never going to understand you. So don't even try. So I kind of just got to that point where I was like, I'm not going to try to be understood. I know who my sources were. I know who my sources were not. It doesn't matter what anybody wants to say on the internet, what any trolls want to say in the comments, what any other person wants to say on their YouTube channel or their podcast. I got a lot of links to podcasts. A lot of people had a lot of things to say about Zach Peter, but listen, they're all still choking on my name. So there's that. Okay, let's talk about Beverly Hills. Jamie Lee Curtis came on in. She gave us her little ad spot for Halloween ends, right? And she came out with the jack-o'-lanterns as if she carved them out herself. And she was like, look at I put all of your faces on the jack-o'-lanterns. And everyone was like, ooh, fancy. And I'm just like... Jamie didn't really carve these out for you, but I appreciate it. I appreciate the the thought, right, Jamie Lee Curtis? Snap, snap, pat the royal puss. That's right, Storm Doris. Um, yes, so I loved the Jamie Lee Curtis. I thought it brought light levity. It's funny because some people were like, oh, my God, the Beverly Hills reunion was so boring. And I'm just like... If there's not high, heavy drama, it's boring. And then if there is high, heavy drama, then it's unwatchable and it's too dark and it's too heavy. I'm just like, guys, come on. Pick a lane. Pick a lane. I feel like at this point, people are just hating just to hate, you know? They just want to be angry about something. And so they just want to bitch about something where I'm just like, listen, I like that Jamie Lee Curtis carved out Erica Jane's face into a pumpkin. You know, that was cute. Jamie was really sweet to Dorit and I loved that. Listen. Dorit knows how to make some wind chime sales, okay? Put some respect on Dorit's name. She sold those wind chimes, and she deserved 10%, Jamie. And even Jamie was like, listen, you blew up my business more than I could have. She's like, I was in Halloween. I was in Freaky Friday. She wants to do a Freaky Friday reboot, which I'm very here for. I'm very here for the Freaky Friday. Mama is getting Liddy City on No Filter Wine. Yes, Norma. Let's get it, get it, get it. If you guys are drinking No Filter Wine, let me know so I can give you a shout out. Let me know if you're drinking the white wine or the rosé. Norma's drinking some Liddy City No Filter Wine. Andy's yawn at Dorit again. I la- I screamed, yes, Sister Babylon. I mean, listen, 
I don't know what it is about. I think Andy just knows that Dorit will be long-winded, so he's like, okay, I can sneak in a yawn. I don't think he expects her to call him out, and she always calls him out. I did love Erica calling him out, though, when he was just like, uh, can I ask a stupid question? And then Erica's like, when don't you? I thought it was cute, funny sarcasm. I know people are going to be like, Erica's the worst. How dare she talk to her boss like that? She's evil. Evil. So... Whatever. I thought it was funny. I thought it was it was a good cheeky moment. I liked that there was a lot of light levity, you know? I liked that it wasn't super heavy. It wasn't super dark. Um, and listen. Oh, actually, um, since I was talking about Halloween ends and Jamie Lee Curtis, I was thinking of doing a Halloween giveaway um, with Smart Sweets. I like Smart Sweets. They're the, the show. Oh, shit. I forgot to bring out all the candy. I was going to bring them out and, and show you guys. But anyway, I'm going to do a, a, a giveaway of Smart Sweets. They have like regular traditional candies and they have um, low sugar, healthier versions of them. They're like high fiber, low sugar, really yummy, um, like peach rings, uh, like a Swedish fish version. They have cola gummies. They have sour gummies. They have gummy worms. They have caramel chews. So watermelon, uh, sour watermelon bites, gummies. Uh, So they have a bunch of like the traditional candies that we normally love and like, and they have made them without sugar and they're actually really yummy. And it doesn't have like that aspartame shit. It has good shit. So if you guys are watching this on YouTube and you want to join the giveaway, what should we have people comment below if they want to join, if they want to enter to win a package of candy for Halloween? Um, who do you think want? Uh, well, do I even want to ask? I feel like the comments are going to get nasty if I ask about Beverly Hills. I will say, <clears throat> yeah, who did you enjoy most at the fir- at part one of the Beverly Hills reunion? Leave a comment below, not in the live chat, but in the actual comment comments. Leave a comment below. You'll be entered to win the giveaway. I'll announce the winner probably on Monday. Were the real pumpkins or fake that will last? I think they were real pumpkins, Carrie G. I'm pretty sure they have like cartoon artists that know how to do it. But anyway, Crystal gets grilled. She gets eaten alive at the reunion. And listen, I used to love Crystal. I used to be a big Crystal fan. Um, Crystal, the housewife, not Crystal, the drug can't wait to hear your opinion on the crystal stuff, Zach. Let's get into the crystal stuff because she got grilled. She got eaten alive. And normally, like normally a housewife has a bad second season, right? And they get grilled and they get hounded for whatever they did on the show. But in this case, like Crystal just got beaten up left and right for a whole bunch of other shit. So first we get into Sutton's dark comment where she said that Sutton said something that was so dark. And she's now revealing She's now revealing that she basically lied and that there was no real dark comment, but it was just she felt that the conversation was dark. That's how she felt about it, that it was dark. Not necessarily that what Sutton said or what came out of her mouth was dark. And all the other women were like, no, 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 no. You made it sound like what Sutton said was a dark comment. And she's like, no, I never said that. And they're like, but that's what you made it seem like. Zach, she deserved it, though. She's telling stories over here. I agree with you, Candy Pants. She deserved to be dragged, and they cleaned her. They used her as a mop, and they cleaned up the floor with her, okay? I was like, good. At this point, like, only because she really, Sutton seems white savior, but not dark. Yeah, I agree with that. 
But yeah, Crystal, I mean, she essentially lied. And it probably got away from her, right? She probably was like, oh, it's dark. And then once everyone started to pick up on it and wanted her to say something, that's when she was like, oh, I can't really say it. But like, I can't really not talk about it. Um, I didn't like the eating disorder talk with her not present, but she got herself in trouble basically lying about the Sutton combo. We'll get into the eating disorder part first, but I just want to let's finish beating her up before we get into the the nice stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, Sutton just sat. Here's the thing: Sutton didn't even need a fight with her. Sutton didn't even need to clap back at her. Sutton just just sat there and just let her look like a fool. And she kept putting her foot in her mouth. And the more she spoke, the deeper her foot went down her throat and came out her butthole because she really just looked like a total clown fool and good for Sutton I feel like Crystal was a fool and Crystal did allude to Sutton saying something and she has nothing to back it up and now that she changed her story at the reunion all the other women are like nah girl you gotta go like this is uh uh-uh party foul we're done kick her out she's like the girl that was throwing up the party and we're like nah we did not invite, we came for you to have a good time, but not for you to get drunk and start throwing up on, you know, in Nana's vase where her ashes are. No, no, no way. Sorry, sweetie. Zach, did you say butthole? I did say butthole. I said she put her foot so far out of her, so far in her mouth that it came out her butthole. That's exactly what I said. B-U-T-T-H-O-L-E, butthole. Crystal had a full serving of Louboutin salad. That she did. That she did. Sutton was proven innocent. I was happy to see it. Listen, I actually, I know I get a lot of shit for, you know, people saying that I hate Sutton and I hate Garcelle. I don't hate Sutton and I don't hate Garcelle. I actually give them credit where credit is due, you know? Um... But it was glad I was glad to see Sutton vindicated. We also see the Michael Jackson thing. And I told you guys about why she said he was problematic. And I said it was probably because she was referring to the allegations against him. But as Erica reminded us in this reunion, Erica reminds us that Michael Jackson was cleared. Michael Jackson was never convicted of the allegations against him. And, you know, you can't, it's hard to hold it. Here's the thing. If you want to boycott R. R Kelly, because you think he's problematic? Okay, that's fine. Boycott R. Kelly. He got caught, you know? He got caught. You can say you never want to hear to the window. And he didn't do to the windows, to the walls. Who was, the, what was, um, damn it, what's the R. Kelly song? I guess it's a good thing we can't, we don't remember. <laughs> he had a good song, though. Um, but listen, if you want to boycott him and ban his music and not talk about him again, that's your prerogative. At least he was found guilty. Bill Cosby. Also found guilty. He got off on a technicality, but he got guilty. Um, oh, ignition. It's the realistic ignition. Hot and fresh out the kitchen. Mama rolling that body. Got every man in here wishing. I'm, in, 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 uh. I'm trapped in the closet. Now he's trapped in prison. Um, trapped in the closet was hardly a hit. Wit. Can you imagine having a conversation with Crystal about Amber Heard? Oh, my God. Or Crystal and Amber Heard. I know. It'd truly be on another planet. But yeah, here's the thing. Here's the other thing, Crystal. I'm pretty sure Crystal is not boycotting every single one of Harvey Weinstein's movies. That's problematic, is it not? Was Harvey Weinstein not accused of, you know, sexually assaulting multiple women? Like, 
Why isn't she boycotting every Weinstein film? There's a lot of them. There are a lot of Weinstein films. Weinstein had a lot of money in Hollywood. But listen, if somebody's that pissed at Weinstein that they want to boycott all of his films, again, that's your prerogative. Um, but for her to throw that accusation down on Michael Jackson, it was, you know, Erica did clarify, you know, and reminded us he was not convicted of anything. Um, you know, he was not found guilty. So, you know. Tis what it is. Disney movies are problematic. Yeah. I'm pretty sure somebody can find a number of things that are problematic about The Lion King, which is Rob's last film. So any the, my issue with the word problematic is that it's subjective. It doesn't mean anything. Problematic really just means I'm uncomfortable with that right now. In this moment, I don't like it, you know? If there's a, a brand, if there's mac and cheese and I don't like the way it tastes, now people are saying that mac and cheese is problematic because I don't like the way that it tastes. It makes me feel icky, so I'm going to label that problematic. And problematic is such a big word now that it, you know, it's made out to be so much more than it actually is. So, <sighs> love seeing you on my TV during Beverly Hills. Thank you, Brian. Um, the SEX clouds on Lion King. Are there SEX clouds in the Lion King? Say what? Yeah, Rob did the Lion King. Um, uh, It was a bop, but he needs to go. I know it was a bop. L Lady Gaga featured R. Kelly. Oh, sh sorry, guys. The uh, Featured R. Kelly in a song back in the art pop days. Yeah, listen. It is what it is. If you don't want to listen to him, don't listen to him. But, um, but yeah. I mean, Crystal, I think, just looked like a clown. But I'm glad we also got into the 14 friends thing, right? Because there are 14 friends that stopped talking to her. Listen, I've heard about the 14 friends thing. I heard that it was related to the fact that two of those friends were auditioning to be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And they wanted to be on the show. And Crystal told them, like, no, don't do it. You're better off without it. I don't remember the exact words that she told them. or I don't think I ever heard the exact words. But it was basically to the effect of she gave them some friendly advice to opt out of the opportunity. And she convinced them otherwise. And listen, when you're debating going on a big reality show, you're it's natural to ask your friends, like, what do you think? Should I do it? Should I not do it? So apparently she advised them not to do it. And instead, Crystal ended up interviewing for the show and moved forward with it. And I guess the friends were a little bothered by that. I don't know if that's the full story, but I've heard rumblings about that. And I think that's why we see Kyle, you know, alluding to there being something more. And it wasn't so much that they're just jealous of her be being on the show, but there was a falling out prior to her joining the show. So, and again, I know Kyle seemed to have been really debating the semantics of it, but I think it's because there's a lot more to it that Crystal wasn't really talking about or being fully transparent with, right? So I'm glad they really gave it to her because I just I feel like she hasn't. And here's the thing. She's been loyal to nobody on this cast except Kathy Hilton. And what did that get her? A beating from all the women with real power on the show. None of them had her back. I think if there was an actual friend that could be there for her, they would have. And none of them had her back because... She had no loyalty to any of them. Her only loyalty was to Kathy Hilton. And I think Kathy Hilton's loyalty is to Kathy Hilton. I don't think Kathy would protect Crystal. I think Kathy is going to protect Kathy and going to worry about Kathy. Unless it's good for Kathy's image, then she'll jump in. But for the most part, I think Kathy's in it for Kathy. 
which speaking of Kathy, I just did a good episode on the ringer dish. We did a mom's gone wild episode where we talk about Kathy Hilton, Dina Lohan and Lynn Spears. Um, and we go back into like Lindsay and Paris and Brittany and their, you know, upbringing and how problematic they were in pop culture and how we, you know, and the things that we did to them as a culture. Right. So that was a good one. Uh, if you guys want to check that out, you can check that out on The Ringer Dish. You can go listen to that on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. It's available on both. You can go and listen to The Ringer Dish. The episode is called Mom's Gone Wild. It's a pop culture history lesson. I do it with Amelia, who's my You're Doing Amazing Sweetie co-host. We have a new episode of You're Doing Amazing Sweetie, a Kardashian's recap that's also out on Friday as well. So Ringer Dish on Thursday, You're Doing Amazing Sweetie on Friday. Both should be available to listen to over the weekend if you need some extra content. So excited to listen to your Ringer episode after this. Aw, thank you, Mallory. And if you enjoy it, leave me leave the Ringer dish a good five-star review and tell them more, Zach. I want more, Zach. Um, okay, we also get into Dorit. We see her robbery, or we, get, we talk about the home invasion again. The allegations of PK doing this for insurance fraud also seem to come up and she addresses that. I just think I always thought that those accusations were horrific and awful. Um, Zach will catch up on everything, but you're doing awesome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are so sweet. Um, I love their voices together. Oh, thank you, Pin. You guys are so sweet. But yeah, I think Dorit, I think Dorit gave more than we give Dorit credit for. She gave us chic wind chimes. She gave us homeless and toothless. She gave us carcass out, which was a real moment. So she brought the levity. But then she was also very vulnerable and honest. People are like, oh, she's faking the robbery. She's an act. First of all, she's not a good actress. I think if she were a good actress, she wouldn't be on Beverly Hills. She would be on, you know, the big screen. She wouldn't be on a reality show. Um, so I don't think that she's that good of an actress. And you, when you see her in that scene where they're leaving Kyle's house, I think it was in the premiere, right? Where they're leaving Kyle's house and PK forgets his phone. He has to go back in to get the phone and you see her there and she's crying and she's like, get the phone, get the phone, find the phone. And she's just like got this raw emotion. That was rough. Um, and I think that was real. So I think the reunion was good. It wasn't high drama. It wasn't super crazy. It ended with the Diana versus Garcelle stuff. Um, listen, I have a lot of empathy for Garcelle, and I think what, what Jax had to go through was awful. Um, I don't think anybody's children should ever be the victim of any sort of cyberbullying or bots. So I definitely don't condone people coming after her in that way or her son in that way, especially leave the kids alone. I'm glad that Andy and Bravo finally condemned people. And they're like, listen, you can love our housewives or you can love to hate our housewives, but it's a television show. It's all in the name of entertainment. Bravo does not stand for this hatred that you send towards these women. And it's so true, right? Like, why are we getting so nasty and crazy over a damn reality show? It's not that serious. Okay, y'all need to chill out. I'm glad Andy finally said something. I'm glad Bravo said something. I was, as much as I wanted to be super compassionate and empathetic for Garcelle, I was really disappointed in the moment where she said she thought that the other women were the ones that were doing this to her. And she's like, you know, there's a there's been a pattern of attacking my children. And I was like, whoa, I think that's a really big accusation to make. I don't think there's been a pattern of any of these women attacking your children. 
that's not based in reality, right? There was one moment where Erica got drunk and acted like an asshole at your birthday party. But other than that, I don't think there's been a pattern of coming after her children. And I think it's because all these women know what it's like when people in the comments come after their children. They came after Portia. They came after Lisa Rinna's kids. They came after Dorit's kids. They came after Erica's son. And I know, I know people are like, well, Erica's son's an adult, but it's like, it's still her kid, you know? It's still somebody that's close to her and that, you know, she loves dearly that for somebody to make any sort of death threat towards you know, anybody that you love has got to be, you know, has got to be challenging. And I feel like the women really rallied around Garcelle when, you know, they rallied around her when she announced that her, her son was being cyberbullied and they all posted on Instagram and they were all willing to get behind her and to support her. And I just thought that it was an interesting decision on her end to say, yes, they did make fun of Dorit's kids. Um, Mallory, that is true. But like that, that's why I was really disappointed to see her say, you know, that there's been a pattern of people attacking her, of these women attacking her children, because I don't believe that that's the case. I believe they've all been very supportive of each other because they've all been through it as well. So that I found very interesting. I get it. She has issues with Diana. And listen, Diana was a little tone deaf herself. Um, I don't think Diana gave her best in this reunion. I don't think she looked her best. I think, you know, she definitely was clumsy with her words as she's accused Sutton of being. She looked incredible. I'll give her that. She definitely looked incredible. And I will say, Garcelle also looked great. And Garcelle said that her outfit is a sitting dress. It's not a standing dress. That's why it's always very hard when you're picking fashions for the reunion, because sometimes sitting, it looks a lot better, but standing or being photographed, it looks very different. Diana scares me. I think she looks incredible. Hi, Foxy Feline. Hope you're recovering well, my dear. Um, Sonia's daughter's account couldn't be until she was 18. Yeah. 100% think that it was Diana that sent the bots. I have a comment about Diana licking her lips. If it's being said, she is really a reptile. I don't think Diana, I don't think any of these women sent the bots, to be honest with you. I'm pretty sure it was a psycho fan. Listen how, look at how crazy fans get on the internet, on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, that's insane. Like, people get so crazy about these things. I think that I don't think it was any of the women. And I, I mean, listen, I understand Garcelle is struggling to fit in. Right. And she's saying that, you know, she doesn't she feels like these women are trying to drive her off the show. I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Um I feel like Garcelle is not innocent. I feel like she likes to play the victim a lot. I like Garcelle. I think she brings a lot to the show, but I also don't like the double standards with her where she's like, Diana, stop talking about me. Stop talking about me. Stop talking about me. When it's like, but you've spent the past two seasons like grilling Erica on the show about her legal issues. You went on The Real. You've done several interviews where you talked about Erica. You talked about Erica some more when you were... Uh, promoting your book. So I'm just like, I, I don't like the double standards sometimes. And I don't like that she leans more into victimhood when I think she's not a victim. I think Garcelle's a very strong and empowered woman. Um, and I would like to see more of that side of her. I would like to see her show her, her strong side and her vulnerability, right? I think when she's had vulnerable moments on the show with the women, they've really embraced her. And I also think, you know, I don't think that's ever been weaponized against her. Not that I can remember, at least. So, uh, 
Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think Garcelle's struggling to fit in with the women. Cherie does fit in a lot nicer. Um, I agree. I actually enjoyed Cherie. I thought she brought some fun comic relief. And I also thought, like, she kept it real with Garcelle, right? Where, you know, there was the moment where they were talking about the earrings. And Cherie's like, listen, girl, they're $1.2 million earrings. I wouldn't give them up that easily. And again, I think we, if we were all in that sort of situation... We would be, we would think we would be doing what we would consider the right thing morally, but we're not in that situation. We don't know what we would actually do put in that position. That's not to say that I agree with Erica wanting to keep the earrings or not, but that's just, you know, I just think that it's not as black and white and simple as people would like to believe that it is. Cherie didn't say much. I liked Cherie. We saw her a lot more in the trailer than we did in the actual show. So that was, I wish we would have gotten more of her. Um, but listen, I thought she was a breath of fresh air. I thought she was fun. I thought she kept it real. I would not be mad if they brought her in more. Um, Sister Babylon says, regardless of the wealth she has now at her core, Diana is a child of war and a refugee and will act from a place of fear. None of us are our best at those times. The language barrier doesn't help. I agree, Sister Babylon, and thank you for the the super sticker. I really appreciate that. I agree with you. You know, I don't think we got enough of Diana's backstory. I think she definitely also puts her foot in her mouth a lot. I think she does say some things that are a little ignorant, but I think it, it genuinely comes from a place of... Um, like she like there is the language barrier and she doesn't understand. Um, I saw someone reference Philly Diva. Love Philly Diva. Um, glad to see her mentioned in the reunion. I thought that was a nice little shout out for her and good for her. I think, you know, I love me some Philly Diva. I met her when she came to our show in New York City. She was very lovely, very delightful. I enjoy her content. Um, and listen, I, you know. I think Crystal was very supportive of Diana in saying like she called me and she was trying to explain to me her comment about a black content creator and how she referred to the term black as like dark, right? Not necessarily referring to somebody's, you know, race or skin color, but in terms of, of tone. And those are common, commonly used terms in comedy, um, black and blue humor. So when you say black humor, it's like really, really dark, morbid humor. And when you say blue humor, it's more like potty humor, right? Like fart jokes and stuff like that. So I was familiar with those terms. So when Diana said that that's what she was referring to, I was kind of like, oh, okay, well, that kind of makes sense. And I kind of just took it at face value. Um, listen, she put her foot in her mouth and I mean, she's said that she apologizes. I remember Philly Diva saying that she didn't apologize to her personally. I think she commented on a post or something. I don't really know. But I think Crystal did back up Diana's story of being like, listen, she called me and she, you know, was talking about what black content creator meant. And, you know, it wasn't necessarily about, um, you know, Philly Diva being a black woman, but it was about the tone and she thought it was more of like a dark parody account and the humor was dark and not necessarily referring to her skin color. Um, Elias says black hat versus white hat in hacking scenarios too. Not sure what that means. Um, but I'm assuming they're commonly used terms as well. She owned it. Yeah, Carrie G, I think she owned it. You know, she, Crystal's like, I helped her through it. She seemed to acknowledge, you know, what she said was inappropriate. And, you know, listen, we're all learning at the end of the day, right? Um, 
I don't love a lot of the things that Diana says, but you know, it is what it is. Diana blocked Philly Diva, but responding saying that she meant black as in dark comedy. Okay. Yeah. Then there we go. Black hat is hackers in the dark web. White hat is those who are trying to catch the black hatters. Yeah. See, so black. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't buy it from Diana. Unpopular opinion. That's okay. You don't have to buy it. Right. Um, Andy mentioned Epstein. Yeah, she cleared that up as well, saying that, you know, it was impossible for her to actually be working with Epstein because at that time in, what, 97, she was a refugee. So, I mean, listen, I I, I never really thought that there was any real merit to the madam uh, rumors other than them being rumors on Reddit. I didn't see that there was anything all that legitimate to them. Um so, yeah, Storm, love your commentary on the fashions and the reunion. Ooh, ooh, Storm. I'm curious who Storm thought was the best and worst dress. Storm, leave that in the comment below. I'm curious what you, who you thought, Storm Doris, who you thought was the best and worst dressed at the reunion, especially now that we get to see them in the full context of, like, sitting down. Okay, do we want to move on from the reunion? Any other final thoughts about the reunion before we move on over? Um... We did see a deleted scene from the finale where Erica was talking to Kyle or in the finale where I guess Erica was talking to everybody and she brought up the fact that I guess in private, in confidence, Kyle, actually, before we get to that, we should talk about Erica and the eating disorder thing because I know somebody mentioned that above earlier. Erica didn't seem to apologize to Crystal. And, you know, obviously, I think a personal apology to her directly would have. I mean, she said, listen, I, what I said was it was a dumb, stupid comment. Um, she definitely clarified it. Um, it was a little cold. I wish she would have had a little more, you know, compassion in her voice. But I guess, you know. It's not who she is. I would like to see more of that, though. Um, it would have been nice to see her turn to Crystal and be like, listen, I didn't mean it in that way. I'm sorry if that was offensive for her to at least acknowledge her and apologize to her on camera and for us to get to see that moment. Um, that would have been nice. And I would have liked if that had happened. We obviously didn't get that moment. But also, I mean, listen, Crystal, Crystal's a little sensitive, right? And it also seems like the women on the couch with Crystal, like Lisa Rinna, Erica, Dorit, like none of them really seem to be into Crystal. And they were like super over Crystal and just not, you know, not here for her. Um, where are you? I'm low-key hotel lounge hopping, looking for trouble. I mean, you. Where am I? I'm at home, my love. I'm in Los Angeles. I'm not going. I'm not going to BravoCon. If anybody thinks I'm going to be there, um, I will not be at BravoCon. I have to work here in LA. Um, and as much as I would have loved to bra- to to go to BravoCon, listen, when you got to work and there's paycheck, then you're going to stay in LA and you're going to work to get that paycheck. Booked and busy, honey. Booked and busy. We're all supposed to get arrested this weekend. <laughs> well, have fun with that, Krista. I'm sure that'll be a blast. They were all over Crystal, Carrie. All of them. Erica tried to bring Sutton in by mentioning laxatives and dance studios, and Sutton let that one drop. Yeah, Sutton didn't engage at all. Sutton was really just like, I'm not, yeah. Sutton's like, I'm not doing anything. Mm-mm-mm. I'm not getting involved in anything. Um, okay, Storm Dora says, best dressed giving us oh wait ah the comments are coming in too fast okay let me pin it um best dressed honestly us beverly hills sparkly was erica worst dressed in my opinion was sutton and uh and dorit but point for dorit's hair i did not like dorit's hair i thought it was a little much um 
I would agree. I think Dorit's look was a little underwhelming. Sutton, I, I would say Garcelle was the worst dressed. Now that we actually got to see them on camera and got to see them sitting down, I would give my worst dress to Garcelle. Oh, I don't know. Sutton's was pretty. But Sutton's hair, like Sutton looked better on camera than she did when she was photographed. So, I mean, I would say Sutton and Garcelle were definitely in my bottom two. I also will say Crystal was like at the top for me in the photo. And then once we saw it on camera, I was like, oh, this is a little underwhelming. It didn't really land as as nicely as it photographed. Um, so I actually would move Crystal a little further down. I would move Kyle up. I would say, yeah, Erica was number one, Kyle at number two, and then Garcelle and Sutton in the bottom two. Diana actually looked incredible. I was like, damn. I mean, if Asher isn't straight, Diana definitely turned him straight that night. She's like, let's make another baby. Mm-hmm. Um... Sitting down worse was Dorit. Yeah, Dorit's look just did not look good at all. It just, it did not. Thought Dorit's hair was tacky. Yeah, I didn't love it. I love Crystal's, Sutton, and Garzelle because they don't hesitate. Okay. I feel like the other, Rena and Erica and Kyle don't, well, Kyle hesitates. But I feel like all the women on the cast, except for Kyle and Crystal, I don't think they really hesitate. Erica's boobs look ginormous in that. They really did look so big, didn't they? I was like, wow, that is some cleavage. That is like va-va-boom, honey. I hated Dorit's hair braids, though. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite look on Dorit. I will say that. Diana says it like it is, but also wants to be relevant. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I think Diana, you know, listen, she's never been on TV before. She's never been on a reality show where she was a main cast member. So I hate Rena, but she had, but she is 25 with the hair. I don't know what that means. Just, just wish they were gowns. Yeah, I, I see that. I feel like Garcelle had a walking mall on Saturday. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think it was a walking mall outfit. Listen, she looked a lot better when she was sitting down. I will say that. Um, okay. There was a deleted scene from the finale where Erica turns to Kyle and she's like, Kyle, when she was trying to explain herself about the Kathy thing and why she wanted Kathy to be held accountable. And she turns to Kyle and she's like, Kyle, you told me that you were glad that somebody finally was talking about Kathy and that people actually saw her because you said that you have to deal with this behavior and you're just glad that now it's been exposed. You're glad now it's out there because now you're not, you can't hide it anymore. And now people can see what you actually deal with. And I was like, oh, that I see that's why I would be pissed in the finale if I were Erica, because then I would clearly see like, okay, you told me that you were happy that people saw this and you told me that you were happy that this was, you know, cat was out of the bag. So you can't now be upset with me because I'm bringing it up again, which actually, if we look back at the finale, Rinna and Erica didn't bring it up. Rin and Erica were trying on their jewels and their earrings and their necklaces. Kyle and Garcelle were the two that kept bringing it up in the finale. Kyle brought it up to, what was it, Crystal and Dorit. And then Garcelle and Kyle talked about it. And then it came up again when they were all sitting together. And that's when Garcelle's like, I don't understand why you two can't drop it. And then they're like, who two? Me too? Yeah. The deleted scene with Dorit was good content. It was a good moment for Erica, and they'd never show her in a good light anymore. 
anymore. That's true. Um, many times a woman's inner monologue is her own mother's voice. Diana's mother was very direct and straightforward woman. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we've gotten much of Diana's background, so I don't think we would know that type of information, you know? Lisa looks stunning with long hair. I hope she wears that look more often. She did, her hair did look good. So, yeah, Kyle was not happy with Erica, saying that that was a private moment. You shouldn't have revealed that. So, I mean, I'm kind of glad that, I wish it would have gotten and stayed in the show. I guess Kyle would have gotten beaten up even more if that would have stayed on the show. Hopping onto YouTube, wanted to check out IG Live. Thanks, Foxy Feline. Well, I guess you'll switch over to D-Dub on YouTube. Okay. Um, on the note of Beverly Hills, though, after the finale aired, Kyle was on Watch What Happens Live, and she made a bit of a sly comment about Jen Shaw. They were playing a game, and um, she made a comment about Jen Shaw doing damage control with her character on Real Houses of Salt Lake City. The other guest was like, oh, Jen Shaw is likable, or whatever she said, alluding to the fact that, like, oh, Jen Shaw is showing us this, like, vulnerable side of her. And Kyle was like, or it could be damage control. And then Jen Shaw started popping off on Twitter and she was saying, oh, Kyle's never met me. Kyle, like, cash me outside. Cash me outside. She's like, this isn't damage control. This is the result of intensive therapy and working on myself. And I'm facing things head on about who I want to be going forward. And I'm just like, Jen, get off Twitter, number one. Number two even her being on Twitter, she's still making it all about her. She's still showing no remorse for her actions. She's still showing no empathy for her victims. It's all about her journey of self-discovery and her journey of self-realization, which, I mean, listen, I guess is an important first step, but still, there's no empathy. There's no apology. So it's hard for me to want to believe. Listen, it breaks my heart to watch her cry on the show any woman that you see crying and the tears definitely, you know, it's hard. I don't like to see her cry about her children and about having to leave them. But again, Jen Shaw is the one that put Jen Shaw in this position. It's great that she wants to take accountability for her actions. But part of taking accountability is also acknowledging your wrongs, right? We've admitted our guilt, but like, why not acknowledge the victims? It's a good, I think that's a good point, right? Empathy for the victims. Jen won't get it until she's behind those iron gates. I don't even think she'll get it then, to be honest with you. Jen wants to be Anna Delvey. I'm sure she wouldn't hate it. She wants them to make a documentary about her. Or not a documentary. What was it? It was a scripted series, right? The Finding Anna. I have no idea why the cast is all supporting Jen. I mean, those are her friends. I get it. Um, I mean, or at least we believe that they're her friends, right? I mean, listen, if we were in a position like Jen's, wouldn't we want our friends to have our backs? If my friend was in a position like that and also was telling me that they were innocent, I would have her back too or his back too. I would be there for them because that's what, you know, yeah, this was all filmed before Jen's plead, pleaded guilty, but then don't build up such a strong argument. I mean, but this is also, this Twitter pop-off is on, is over the weekend. So, or over the week in the past couple of days. So, doesn't seem like there's much contrition there. Also because at this point in the show, she hasn't taken the deal yet. Right, but on Twitter, she has taken the deal. Would Jen be different on camera now? I mean, who knows? I guess we'll wait until next season to see what she gets. Her trial just got, or not her trial, her sentencing just got delayed again. So the sentencing now was supposed to happen in November, and now it's not going to happen until December. 
So I guess that just gives her more time. Let's talk about Salt Lake City now that we're on the topic of Jen Shaw. So in this week's episode of Salt Lake City, here we get Whitney revealing that Meredith told her that Lisa Barlow was trading blowies. Where's that? trading blowies for jazz tickets. But Meredith is like, no way, Jose. I never said that. I said that I heard. I didn't spread a rumor. I heard a rumor. She says that she heard about possible affairs, but that she was never trying. Um, she didn't know that, that Jen, or sorry, she didn't know that Lisa was actually participating in the affairs. These are just, you know, rumors that are being spread around town and she's just saying I heard of rumors I don't know of any actual blowies I never said that Lisa was trying to see how many licks it takes to get to the center of a jazz stadium okay so Whitney was then claiming that her friend Angie Harrington is the one that told her and Heather about this and pointed out the guy that that Lisa was supposedly you know sucking off to get jazz tickets, you know, she was blowing the saxophone. Heather said that she doesn't remember that. Whitney accuses Heather of lying. They yell it out. Heather flips out and, and screams and walks out. Well, now Angie has jumped in on the Twitter, and she's coming out to say that, like Heather, she doesn't remember even saying that. She doesn't think that that actually happened. So Whitney's like, I'm not lying. I am not a liar, blah, 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 blah. So Whitney's maintaining her innocence. She maintained it on Twitter. Heather and Angie and Meredith are all saying that Whitney is lying. Whitney says that she's not lying. What do you guys think? Is Whitney lying? Is she not lying? All at the lingerie party, too. Yeah, it was a very strange lingerie party. Thank you, Coffee Buzz. If you're going to give a blowy, you might as well get a Range Rover. Who wants jazz tickets? I agree with that. Do it the Lala Kentway, right? Listen, go big or go home. Fuck a Range Rover. Give me a Lambo. I can suck some good dick for a Lambo. So is this the camel toe that broke the bad weather? Ah! Oh my God, that's hilarious. The camel toe that broke the bad weather. Yes, give me a car and a house. Yes, snap, snap. Pat the royal puss. Um. Okay, should we talk Potomac? Oh, we're already hitting the one hour mark and I have a I have to get ready because I have an event to go to tonight. I have a product launch that I have to attend. Um, oh, my goodness, Angela. Look at Angela coming on in. Angela's like, here, I'll give you $20, and you don't even need to give me a blowjob. Thank you, Angela. I love it. Uh, Potomac was on. We see Ashley Darby. She has a coochie craving for Michael and that and their weird separation. I don't know if they'll actually separate. It's really weird. It's a very strange dynamic that these two have. Um, I tweeted out, I want to clarify, okay, because I'm getting dragged on. Literally, I can't tweet out anything without getting dragged these days. But I tweeted out, I said, hasn't everybody had a coochie for for Michael Darby at some point? And then everybody was like, of course, this would come out of Zach's mouth. And Zach always has the worst takes. And that's disgusting. And I've never had a coochie craving for Michael. It was a sarcastic joke, guys. Sarcastic joke. What's the product, Zach? What's what product? Oh, the pro. Oh, that's a good question. I should probably be briefed on the product. It's a skincare line. Straya, I think, is what it is. What am I doing tonight? Where am I going tonight? Um, oh, why is my calendar not? Um, it is Straya. Strash. Stra. S T R A T I A. Strasha. 
Stratia. Stratia. Well, anyway, I'm, yeah, I'm going to that launch party today. I'm not going to say where it's at, but um, yes, I'm, I'm, I will let you know if I like it and what I think about the products afterwards. Um, but yeah, Ashley Darby's got her coochie and it's, it's hungry. And I'm just like, well, girl, give it some mac and cheese. We don't need to give it some mac, some Michael Darby. But anyway, the whole thing sounds odd. They sound odd. Maybe they're on a break. I don't really know. And honestly, I was rooting for Ashley Darby coming into the season. And I'm just like, we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. And you let us down. We also see Giselle and Giselle's grilling Mia over having cancer. And does she really have cancer? Or maybe she doesn't have cancer and she just wants attention for having cancer because it's all over the Instagram. And Mia's like, fuck you with that. You know, I, you know, you don't support other women, Giselle. You don't support other women. And then we see Sharice and Sharice comes back and she gave us nothing. So nothing. Um, Listen, I'm just mad Juan Dixon isn't here. We need more Juan. He's cute. I'm here for it. We can bring him in a little bit more. I thought it was a good start to Potomac. It was a good premiere. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Listen, and it actually, it performed well. So Potomac brought in just under 800,000 viewers. Salt Lake City came in strong this week with just over 700,000. So Salt Lake City of the three housewife shows this week, Salt Lake City was in dead last, but it's also the newest. It's only in its third season. But it is interesting because Beverly Hills reigned supreme this week with a 1.4 million um, compared to 800,000 versus 700,000, Beverly Hills came in at 1.4 million. So we had 1.4 million that tuned in to watch the reunion, but then a lot less, what, half of that stuck around to watch Salt Lake City. I thought that was interesting. But listen, Potomac's doing strong. They came in at 800,000. So, I mean, Potomac definitely brings it. I like Potomac. I enjoy watching Real House as a Potomac. I like these ladies. Give me, give me more. Give me more. Give me, give me more. Give me more, more. Okay, any final closing thoughts, feelings, vibes about Potomac, Salt Lake City, Beverly Hills, my coochie? Let me know if you want to know who my coochie does. Clap for him. Cheers. Uh, love when you say they hate Beverly Hills, but everyone tunes in. I mean, it's true, Brian. Everyone's like, Beverly Hills is so unwatchable. And I'm just like, well, shit, your eyes must be bleeding because you can't stop watching. Right? Yes, Sarah Bahu. Yes, Aaron D. Get it in, dub. Looks like Kathy got her Congo line at BravoCon. Did she? What's today? Oh, today's Thursday. So everyone should be arriving because BravoCon technically starts tomorrow, right? So everyone should be in town doing the thing. Get it, get it, get it. Thank you, Linda. I know. I'm so funny. Okay, guys. Any closing thoughts? Um, Yes. Give me your thoughts on this upcoming Kathy. Um, Oh, thank you for the badges. Eat the carbs. I appreciate that, my love. Um... Do you think Diana got blocked from the reunion? No, I don't think she got blocked from the reunion. 
I don't think she really cared to go to the reunion, to be honest with you. Um, Eat the Carbs wants to know my thoughts on the upcoming Kathy stuff. I'm glad we didn't talk about Aspen or the Kathy stuff this week. I feel like we needed a bit of a break. I felt like the Aspen stuff was just so much that I'm like, we need a break. Ooh, Coffee Bus says I look like say, uh, sexy sailor vibes. Thank you. I won't be looking like sexy sailor vibes tonight. Um, I'm going to be wearing something else tonight because they want us to like dress kind of fun, funky, and futuristic. So I don't know how fun, funky, or futuristic I'm going to end up looking at the end of this, but what else? Um, I saw on Twitter. Oh, what did you see on Twitter? Um, oh, Bethany and Heather McDonald beef. I mean, yeah, I saw them beefing about something and they were in page six and Bethany's like, stop talking about me. You're so obsessed with me. And then Heather's like, well, stop being so annoying on TikTok. So yeah, uh, Kathy in Aspen is the new Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy. I wouldn't think, I don't think so. I think that they're very different. I think Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy was overplayed but also boring. I think Kathy is way more fascinating in this, ha- in this whole Aspen thing. Check out my episode on the Ringer Dish. It dropped on today, Thursday. So if you guys want to go listen to the Ringer Dish, the episode is called Mom's Gone Wild. It was me and Amelia. We dive into Kathy Hilton. And there were a lot of things that even I was surprised that we discussed and revealed in that episode about Kathy Hilton, about Big Kathy, about Kim and Kyle. We also talked about Dina Lohan and Lynn Spears. But... Um, can my basic self come? <laughs> so, yeah. All right, guys. Shall we wrap for the night? Thank you for tuning in. Oh, question. What would you rate? Ah, what would you rate this part of the reunion? Um, I would rate this part of the reunion. Maybe it was a solid seven and a half, right? I thought it was good. We had some drama. Nothing was that deep. There seemed to be some resolution. The resolution was really that Crystal was a clown. I was happy about that. Looking for the new episode now. Yay, Sister Babylon. I'm always wishing multiple wick candles and taller stacks of vaginas. Yes, all the stacks of vaginas, all the wick candles. Yes, Sarah Bahu says, like, subscribe, and hit the bell button. Join the Zach Pack if you can. Yeah, Zach Pack is only $2.99 a month. We do live streams. We had a very long Liddy City live stream on Tuesday night. That was a lot of fun. Um, okay, I have to be at this event in 30 minutes and I still haven't even gotten ready. So I do need a wrap for tonight. Hopefully you guys have a wonderful weekend if you're listening to this on the podcast. I love you guys. Leave me a five-star review if you feel inclined or just a rating. Five-star ratings go a long way. Five seconds. Five-star rating would mean the world. Thank you guys. Give me a follow at Just Playing With Zach if you want to see my outfit. I'm pretty sure I'll take lots of cute pictures before I get drunk. And yeah, if you guys are at BravoCon, let me know what tea you guys get. I don't know if I'll do. I originally I was thinking of doing a BravoCon recap um, with what people share on like the biggest sound bites. Maybe we'll do like a segment of it. Um, I don't know if we'll do a whole episode because I feel like everybody that's at BravoCon is going to come back and they're going to give a full recap on BravoCon next week. And so by that point, everybody's going to be like BravoCon'd out. So maybe we won't do that. Maybe we will. We'll we'll see. We'll see how the weekend goes. Thank you, guys. I'm on my way to the airport to get my son. Oh, yay, Norma. I hope you have a wonderful weekend with your son, my love. Um, end up. I hope you're, you're resting up. Bye, Sarah. Bye, sister. Bye, Muddy Grace. Bye, Carrie. Bye, 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 guys. Love you, mean it. Like I said, if you want to follow me, give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach. Stock up on No Filter Wine, a Housewives-inspired wine at... NoFilterWine.com. You can always sign up to be a member of the Zach Pack. 
It's on YouTube. Um, you can hit the join button on YouTube. If you can't find the link, you can always DM me and I'll send it to you directly. But it's fun. Bonus content, behind the scenes vlogs, all that fun stuff. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. Bye.